Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. Um, this is series two, episode 57, and I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, and we are going to continue with our Come Follow Me study for this week. Just as a reminder, the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me is a daily podcast. Well, I seek to, I try and do it daily, where we study the scriptures, we study the Come Follow Me materials, uh, perhaps a general conference talk, or anything else that uh, will uplift and edify faith in Christ uh, through his restored gospel. Um, so we're going to continue with the Come Follow Me study today as we began it yesterday and I didn't even get through uh, the, the things I wanted to talk about in the first section. So we are covering February the 24th to March the 1st, 2nd Nephi chapters 26 to 30, a marvellous work and a wonder. Uh, and this section is covering 2nd Nephi 26 verses 20 to 23. Jesus Christ invites all to come unto him. So we began yesterday looking at the first uh, three verses of that section and we didn't get any further than that uh, mainly because we got caught up on the reason for the number of different churches satan's methods and also the flaxen cord uh, and how that is such a visual and such a uh, striking uh, image for us so we're going to move on <coughs> to verse 23 to 24 which says for behold my beloved brethren i say unto you that the lord god worketh not in darkness he doeth not anything save it be for the benefit of the world for he loveth the world even that he layeth down his own life that he may draw all men unto him wherefore he commandeth none that they shall not partake of his salvation i mean we could spend a whole nother 10 minutes on these two verses i mean that's just fantastic um we know here that um, this is showing us that Christ's motive, um, that he doesn't work in darkness, that he desires to bring us all into the light, which is which is amazing. Uh, John W. Welch uh, recorded this in his uh, insights and commentary. Quote, verse 24 tells us, um, tells us something about Jesus. He doeth not anything save it be for the benefit of the world. What a statement. That is an absolute statement. Everything Jesus does is for the benefit of the world. If you are striving to be Christ-like, you may want to look at your life and ask, do I do nothing except for the benefit of the world? That is a challenge, close quote. That is such a great point that it's not Jesus does, you know, a lot of things for the world or Jesus does, you know, <clears throat> most of the things he does for the world. Every single thing that he does, everything is for the benefit of the world, including the people that live on it. Uh, and, you know, that just makes us stop and think, you know, what, what do we do? What are our motives? Is it, do we do the things that we do for success? Do we do, do things that we do for the recognition from others? Do we do it for money? Do we do it for power? Do we do it for, or do we do it, or do we do it for those people that we love for the world? And just to make that positive influence on other people is a great question to think about and something to really consider. Uh, I'm going to skip further on. I mean, I'm skipping out completely the verses of buying milk and honey without money or without price. These are for some fantastic words. But I'm going to go straight to verse 28 now. And it says, Behold, hath the Lord commanded any that they should not partake of, this, of his goodness? Behold, I say unto you, Nay, but all men are privileged like the one like unto the other, and none are forbidden. <clears throat> Again, fantastic words, brilliant words, which convey the universality and the uh, availability uh, of the doctrine of Christ, that it's for everyone. Uh, L uh, Jeffrey R. Holland said this, quote, perhaps no other passage in the Book of Mormon conveys more plainly the breadth of Christ's gift for all people everywhere than those which written 
those which Nephi then recorded, the gift was given freely and would be denied to no one who came to partake of that mercy and salvation, close quote. And I think that's an important caveat at the end of Elder Holland's words, that everyone has this ability. However, this does not mean that everyone can do whatever they want. It doesn't mean that we are free to choose anything without consequence. We are all free every individual on this earth and every individual who is passed on from this earth or who will come to this earth has the opportunity to make that choice to follow the savior what a great blessing that is but of course we must receive we must make that choice to then receive the blessings that the lord has in store for those of his faithful of those of his followers in alma 13 verse 5 uh, it, it says this or in fine in the first place they were on the same standing with their brethren thus this holy calling being prepared from the foundation of the world for such as would not harden their hearts being in and through the atonement of the holy begotten son who was prepared so again that's making the point that everyone has the opportunity everyone starts on the same level playing field but then our choices then determine what will happen and sometimes we receive those blessings and think we are so blessed the lord loves us even greater and i think we fall into a trap and to a misconception of pride there the lord doesn't love us any more than anyone else he loves us all perfectly but we receive more of his blessings if we fulfill uh, the covenants that we make with him if we make those covenants with him initially if we fulfill them because that is the way that the blessings um of mankind and that's the way the blessings work uh, we know that blessings are given on laws in which they are predicated and those aren't specific blessings but you know the lord will his tender mercies will be more upon us when we uh when we follow those we are <laughs> we're starting to run out of time again there's two more main points i want to make verses 29 to 30 say well, in fact, I'm going to read verse 29 first. It says, He commandeth that there shall be no priestcrafts. For behold, priestcrafts are that men preach and set themselves up for a light unto the world, that they may get gain and praise of the world, but they seek not the welfare of Zion. This is, uh, I, was, I recently heard this being taught as the opposite of priesthood. The opposite of priesthood is priestcraft. Uh, the, the role of the priesthood is to support, bless, uplift, and edify in any everyone else anyone else it's fascinating to me and i love the fact that the priesthood can only be administered or utilized for other people not the individual and whilst the individual may receive blessings and um you know um support from from the savior for using that priesthood in the right way that actual act of using the priesthood can only bless and uplift and edify or edify others the purpose of priestcraft is to set oneself up because of what they have done. Um, then we read the opposite of priestcraft, which is verse 30. Uh, Behold, the Lord hath forbidden this thing. Wherefore, the Lord God hath given a commandment that all men should have charity, which charity is love. And except they should have charity, they were nothing. Wherefore, if they should have charity, they would not suffer the labourer in Zion to perish. Um, this is a great words by... Um, in a talk called are you sleeping through the restoration in april 2014 um dieter Uchtdorf said this quote naturally we all have a desire for recognition and there is nothing wrong with relaxing and enjoying ourselves but when seeking the gain and praise of the world is a central part of our motivation we will miss the redemptive and joyful experiences that come when we give generously of ourselves to the work of the lord 
he then continued on to say, Those who wholeheartedly turn their lives over to the Saviour and serve God and fellow man discover a richness and fullness to life that the selfish or egotistic will never experience. The unselfish give of themselves. These may be small gifts of charity that have a grand impact for good. A smile, a handshake, a hug, time spent listening, and a soft word of encouragement or a gesture of caring. All these acts of kindness can change hearts and lives. When we take advantage of the unlimited opportunities to love and serve our fellow men, including our spouse and family, our capacity to love God and to serve others will greatly increase. Close quote. What, firstly, I love that um, Elder Uchtdorf at the start of this talk says, naturally, we have this desire to, um, to have some recognition and it's okay to relax and enjoy ourselves every now and then. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness for that. Because, you know, whenever I get, I get, occasional thoughts thinking about finding praise or being recognized for something I, I then tell myself off say oh no i can't have that and that's not what he's saying but he is saying that when that's our central part of our motivation that's the issue and that's when we'll miss out on the great blessings i also love how he lists all those ways that we can feel that love that we can turn fully to our savior and to our fellow men uh, recent, uh, well, not recently, actually, it was almost a year ago or 18 months ago, I was prompted whilst recording and I've been able to record a little bit of a journal every day. I use something called 365 Journals. It's an app and it asks a simple question every day. So I started doing that. And then I felt prompted to do this and that was record every day an instance where I was able to bless or uplift or support someone, uh, anyone in that day. Uh even if it's as simple as giving them a smile or holding a door open for them or something like that, uh, or something something bigger than that. And I found a great blessing. Some days it's more difficult. Some days I've, I struggle to think of anything I've done, which is very disappointing. So I make that commitment in my prayers to do better the next day. But um, overall, it's a fantastic thing to do. Um, I am going to go, <laughs> we're up to 10 minutes and I have to finish with one more verse. It's uh, verse 33. For none of these iniquities come of the Lord, for he that doeth which is good among the children of men, and he doeth nothing save it be plain unto the children of men, and he inviteth them all to come unto him and partake of his goodness, and he denieth none that come unto him, black and white, bond and free, male and female, and he remembereth the heathen and all are alike unto God, both Jew and Gentile. Now, um, I am going to share with you this. So, there's an OY number 278. Why did Nephi say that all are alike unto God? And I love it because it talks about loads of individuals from the scriptures and examples where people from different parts of the world have felt of the love of God and felt his tender mercies. Um, I'm just going to share a little bit from the from the Know Why from Book of Mormon Central, but I'm also going to post something in the Facebook group, uh, which wonderfully encapsulates many of the messages from this Know Why and puts it into like an infographic. Uh, and so I strongly recommend that you have a look at that on the Facebook group uh, when I put it on today. Uh, and if you're not on the Facebook group, I strongly recommend you that you go on it. Uh, it is Church of Jesus Christ to be session with Come Follow Me. And, uh, and people are starting to share things on there, which I'm loving and hearing uh, the study tips or their thoughts about different things. Love it. Uh, in fact, I'm not going to share any of that know why. I'm going to let you look at that because we're running out of time. And we've, well, we've run out of time. I want to keep this bite size. And actually, you can go and find out for yourself. It's a great uh, visual uh, to share. Uh, and it covers a lot of points. So I, I strongly recommend that you go and have a look at that. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, as I've already just said, please follow us. Uh, or please join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. 
you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you want to share any feedback or insights. Uh, and, then, and then you can follow me on Twitter at MattSRoberts90. Uh, and of course, uh, leave a sub- share, submit a review, and this will really help, help me out. Uh, thanks for listening, and until we meet again.